Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hustle and Grow podcast and live stream series. If this is your first time, welcome. If you are listening to us every week and have been listening with us since 2020, welcome back. My name is Noni Banks. I'm a business and marketing strategist, and I'm also the founder of the Diva Movement, where we help women market and grow their business with confidence. And so, you know, with this series, we're all about putting wonderful and amazing women, entrepreneurs with amazing stories and helping you, bringing strategies to you to really help take your business to the next level. So today we have Cara Presley, aka the career cheerleader, aka media influencer, social entrepreneur, all that. Um, So welcome. Hey, welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me today. Absolutely. So Today, we are going to talk about how you can really leverage Facebook groups to build community and build your brand. And so when I met Cara um, and heard her story, we had a wonderful conversation. I was just so excited to bring her in front of you today. So I'm going to let Cara just kind of share a little bit about how you, so you have this uh, Red Table Talk RVA group mm-hmm. that you cultivated and curated. How did that come about? So talk to us about what the Red Table Talk is, if people don't know, if they were hiding under a rock in 2020, <laughs> and then how right. this kind of came to life. Yeah, so, you know, a Red Table Talk has been around for three years. Uh, of course, it was started by Jada Pinkett Smith and her mother and her daughter, and they all sit at a table and have these candid conversations. Um, and it really started the group itself because, I couldn't find my voice in the main group. Of course, there's a main group with like a million people in it. And and I saw some people submitting some things to, you know, I'm having parenting trouble, dating trouble, whatever. And I was like, well, let me submit my question and see how I can be a part of the narrative. And um, I wasn't getting picked. And, and it was like topics that I was not in alignment with, like, I'm dating a married man. And I was like, oh, girl, that's not my story. <laughs> okay. Um, that's not what I want. So I really decided to start my own group. And and initially, I was like, maybe I can just find women in Richmond, Virginia, who are like myself, um, who want to continue the conversation and share the same story. Because the show was coming on on Monday. And I was like, well, there are six other days in the week, sis. I need to get through. So I wanted to create a space for women who look like me in the same city like me and and I started it with two people. Shout out to Dr. Chambliss, uh, a young lady in Richmond who uh, was my second member of the group. I was the first. Um, and after, you know, the first week or so, it was 300 people. And after uh, about six months, it was 35,000 people. And I was like, oh, okay, we're growing. So yeah, that's how I started. I really just wanted to to find my voice and share with other women like me. So. And we're going to get back to find your voice in a group because I I like, I want to kind of talk about that. But so talk about, so you start this group, you're Mm -hmm. really just wanting to like find your people and really kind of continue that conversation that they were having because it's kind of like you had it. And then now what we're out here hanging, like we, we have other things we want to talk about. Right. You started growing, the group started growing. How did it get the attention of the Red Table Talk folks? Yeah, you know, people ask that all the time, like, girl, did you reach out to Jada? And and like, the thing was, it really wasn't even about her at that point. I know I connected with the show. I knew that I had an authentic voice of my own. And I used my own engagement techniques and my own real life story to converse with my group and talk to the women and check in on them and say, how you feeling, girl? Because I'm stressed. Like, what's going on? And, and I really connected with my group uh, so much to the point that they reached out to me. 
So, you know, about Thanksgiving of 2019, yeah, Jada Pinkett and the family, they sent us a video like, girl, y'all got a group, like, congratulations. And they did a whole video for us and, and just thanked us for the support. And, and they said they wanted to support us. And I was like, okay, like, maybe it's just a one-off video. I don't know. But, like, no, they truly have been supportive. It started growing into weekly and monthly meetings with Jada Pinkett and the team in Westbrook and and when COVID really broke, they they reached out to us first. They call us the OGs. Uh, they reached out to us first and said, hey, like we have these episodes, but do people want to hear about that? Or should we do a special on COVID? And we were like, girl, COVID. No one, ain't nobody think about these celebrities right now. We are in some real life. This is different. Um, so we really ended up being a force for them. But they found us, long story short, they found us. So I'm glad I, I followed my voice. Well, I know when we talked and we kind of shared that experience, like when people who you would never kind of think you're just out there doing the work, and then, you know, they're like, oh, is this a mistake? Did they, is this a prank? Did someone really reach out to right. me? Because at first I was like, this ain't, who is this person? But no, it was, it was them. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. I want to get into some of the, the strategies and techniques and then also mm -hmm. how to really find your voice of your group. But, you know, we talked about how, you know, when I launched the Diva Movement, I also launched a group because mm -hmm. I found that women were looking for that community and they needed a safe space to kind of have conversations. So yes. if people are thinking about um, starting a group or let's say they have a group and they're really just like stuck. What were some of the strategies that you used early on to really build momentum in your group? Mm -hmm. uh, the core strategy was, how am I feeling? Like you have to really tap in with yourself and say, what do I need in this season right now? Because of course, you know, who I am now may not be who I'm going to be in six months, but if I'm looking to grow and I'm looking to evolve, how can I bring that out? So I really just tapped into who I was and and even thought about myself as a younger mother or younger businesswoman. You know, what did I need when I was coming up or, or evolving into who I am today? And I really just started to share those things. Um, but it's really about being in alignment with you. Like, it felt like I needed to do something trendy a few times. And, and when I wanted to do something trendy or tried to do something trendy, it didn't work. Like, no one connected with it because it wasn't authentic to me. So it really was about tapping in with how I'm feeling, sharing that with the audience, being transparent in ways that you're comfortable being transparent and, uh, and your tribe's going to come to you. You know, it's, it's all about alignment. Truly. That's like my word of the year. Like, you know, if it's in alignment, it's going to happen. So if it was, if it was important to me, it was important to someone else. Right. And being authentic, you can, you, if you're not grounded, yeah. you're not going to keep your people. You may, you know, like what happened to her? All of a sudden she's like trying right. to do all these TikTok challenges. She's dancing. Right. Girl, Cause I don't dance. Right. <laughs> I don't need to start dancing now. Right. If I didn't right. start dancing. So yeah, that's a big part of it. A big part of it. I like that. I like that. So how do you keep people engaged? You know, when it's fresh, people are like, oh, I want to be a part of it. So how do you really keep people engaged and then encourage people to not just passively um, interact, but really, you know, be be in the, the group and be an active participant? 
Well, one of the things is I actually engage with the group. So like as they're commenting, like if I put a quote up, you know, one of those, a funny meme, you know, if it relates to being a parent, a mom, a mom of a boy, shout out to my moms with boys out there. I have four <laughs> of them. So right. I <laughs> If it aligns with that and it's funny to me, I share it. But as women comment or post or amen or whatever they're saying, like I'm coming back with them like, yes, girl, I feel you on that, too. And, you know, just engaging with them because it's it's truthful. You know, I'm not just doing the well, let me like 25 comments today because it's, it's way more than 25 comments, first of all. But but no, I'm really engaging with what resonates with me. And at the same time, I try to. Uh, have different things every day that I'll do. Um, if I don't do it every day because we get busy, um, try to do something monthly, something weekly that's consistent that they know. So, for example, one of the things I do is um, how you feeling this Friday or Faithful Friday. So yeah. I'll put up a poll that says, you know, I'm blessed and highly favored. You know, the things we typically always say when someone asks how you're feeling. But then I'll put some real stuff like I'm I'm grieving and don't know how to how to handle this. I am stressed, but I know I'm blessed, but I'm still stressed. I, uh, I'm i happy. Um, I'm taking things one day at a time. So those realistic poll options and, and telling them, encouraging them to pick more than one allows them to be transparent without using their own words. So it, re it relates more than, than anything. So, so small posts like that that have a personal feel uh, really make the difference. And, and I still engage with the show. You know, the show is still on and and again, I'll still share the episode. Hey, girl, don't forget to watch this week. And, you know, what what resonated with you? So still having the show's engagement and, and throwing the realistic uh, twist on it really helps. So let's dig in a little bit about managing a group because yeah. there's the engagement side, but then there's the, okay, we're, we are working with people here. So have you had any situations when, like, people are you know, being vulnerable, they know you've mm -hmm. created a safe space. Mm -hmm. How do you really maintain that atmosphere within the group? And how do you manage people who may not be in alignment with what you're doing? Mm -hmm. And then they're, they're trying to, you know, kind of put that in, in the group as well. Right. Um, there are definitely your fair share of people who are like, girl, connect me with Jada. I mean, they don't want anything else. Um, and you just have to stop and, and delete those people, remove those people, block those people, um, so that the people who are really there for the healing and the help and the encouragement or what have you, like they're still engaged and they don't get distracted, uh, and, or they don't get spammed. You know what I mean? Facebook has a few settings for, for spam to help things like that, but it's really about just being diligent. Um, my group is now up to almost 115,000. So it's a lot of people in general, um, if you can just carve out a small moment of the day to kind of go in and monitor the group. Um, I engage with the group during my normal scrolling hours of the day. I mean, we're all scrolling, you know, morning, night or what have you, but I try to go in every now and then and in between hour and really kind of clean out the group. Some comments may have gotten past me or things like that, but try to just keep it as authentic as possible. And, and it, it can be a lot to manage, but you have to find some designated time for it. That helps me anyway. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah. what advice would you give to someone who's thinking about starting a group either for, you know, their business or support mm -hmm. of, you know, the people, their customers or of an interest group? What are some of the mm -hmm. basics that you would recommend if people are really thinking about is a Facebook group for me? Mm -hmm. um, I want them to just start the group. <laughs> like really like. <laughs> 
It is free. You can set it right on up for look, free for now, right? So start the group, define the group, really take some time to write and fill out your about us area so people know exactly what they're signing up for. Who is this? Um, I had a lot of people who were like, you're impersonating Red Table Talk. Like when I first started, I'm like, no, girl, <laughs> that is not my intention, right? I'm here to truly uplift people who like the show. So really just be clear and firm about what you want, um, what you want from the group. Make sure you're displaying that in the group. And then don't focus on the numbers. So like if you're starting a group because you see I started a group and I'm up to 115,000 people and, and you want 115,000 people too, like you need to really not focus on the numbers. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I mean, if, if that's the case, you might as well start a little spam channel and tell people follow for follow. So really find what's important to you and your tribe will align with you. They are going to find you. They're going to stay and they're going to love it and they're going to engage as well and, and talk back, you know, cause you don't want to just be talking to yourself. So just start is really the number one key thing. Um, again, my group grew, of course, because of the show, but even I really felt validated and we don't always need validation, but I felt validated when I started working with the actual Red Table Talk team and they were like, your group's growing at a, at a rate we've never seen, even when the show isn't on. Wow. So even when the show's only on four or five months a year. So for the other <laughs> months of the year, I have to keep people going. Hey, it's summertime. Hey, it's wintertime. Hey, you know, so keeping them going it, it definitely has to be bigger than than just you it's, it's for about the, the true impact of how you can help other people that's true and i love what you said about impact it's in in purpose in alignment yeah. I mean, you're speaking my language okay? yeah yes. <laughs> speaking my language so what are some of the and maybe stories or like people you've encountered or maybe outcomes or opportunities that came as a result of the group like a story you could think of like i was you know of a member who really was impacted by the group okay um i have a few so i mean the key story of how i was impacted was like after you know three years of like what's gonna happen like should i keep the group going because i mean we all have those moments like is this the thing like it's the time for me to evolve, but they were nominated for an Emmy and they were like, we're going to fly you out, girl. You and a friend, like, come on to the house. So walk to the on, house, <laughs> come on to the house, come to the cookout. You invited to the cookout. So going to Jada Pinkett's house was, was, it was a moment where you just kind of, it's surreal. Cause you know, you, I started it again, not for like the fanfare and the clout, but to be seen and appreciated and, and validated and, and rewarded for your help really does help so that that felt beautiful to me outside of that you know the fanfare of it all being in the streets and having people I'm, I'm already a local personality in my city but when i met like another women's event supporting an event and someone's like you the girl from red table talk and i'm like i am you know i'm really trying to be there minding my business but for people to see you and say they love what you're posting and and i can kind of post them and say hey i found one of my sisters out here like that feels good because it just know you know you just know that people are inspired by what you're doing. They're they're impacted. They like it, and it gives you that unction to to keep going. So that's probably the biggest part, just knowing that there is an impact and and I am being heard and and it's making a difference in someone's life. Because I, I being a, a young mother, I remember being alone in a lot of this. You know, like am I the only one thinking this way? Does anyone else feel this way? Has anyone thought this thing? Uh, and to know that, 
based on one post, there are 500 other women, yes, who have thought the same way. You know, that feels amazing. So you're not alone. Beautiful. I want to go back to what you said about using your voice. Okay. And then, you know, just hearing about your journey. And you mentioned that just start, right? And for yeah. a lot of women, it's like, we want to have everything together. Oh my gosh, I want to have all my talking points. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to us about the power of your voice and then also how maybe how sometimes imposter syndrome can come in and mm -hmm. you may feel unqualified to be a, a resource in light for 100,000 women. How do you kind of talk yourself out of what you're called to do mm, right right because it's called it's yeah it's definitely a passion right and it's all it's all god aligned thank god for being god right because you have to know it's a higher power so i mean i am definitely a christian-based holistic uh in that form of alignment whoever you pray to you know what i mean it's it's not me you know it, it's really just falling in the season of following my passion and i pray i inspire someone else you know i left or retired my retired from my job four months ago to fully just pursue full-time public speaking and things like that. So this this season of, of falling into alignment has been coming for a while. Um, and, and the imposter syndrome of it all, I've, I've, I feel like I've always been in a room where I've had to somewhat try to minimize myself, especially in the corporate setting. Even though I know I earned my way there, there's still something about a look or how someone can treat you to say, you don't really belong here. And you just have to reaffirm yourself. Yes, I do. Um, yes, I do. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and by making it through 2020, if if no other year has shown you it's time, 2020 yeah. did for me. Now, mind you, everyone processes that year different. Some people are going for it, some people are, you know, being cautious, but you have to follow what's in your season. Like, what is your spirit really saying to you? So my spirit is saying jump, leap, go, do it. And if it's not your season to jump, I hope that my season inspires you when it is your time. You know, it can't be everybody's season at the same time. Somebody got to be in the audience. Somebody got to be on stage. You know, so wherever you're meant to be placed, yeah, just just make sure that's where you want to be. But but alignment is key, and um and just staying motivated at all times. It's I I I call it the successful mindset. There is a course coming soon about this. It's an everyday thing. I constantly tell people, stay successful. Like, instead of goodbye, stay successful. Because we always talk about reaching success, getting success, getting the group. You know, so many people, they pray for a group with a hundred and something thousand people. But can you maintain the group? It's been three years. Like, you know, can you continually sow into these people? And you have to be in alignment with yourself to create these new things and new experiences. Same status, different day. But telling someone, yes, it's another Monday, another Tuesday, and we're still here, uh, you know, so stay successful. Continue to let yourself know it's, it's positive self-talk at all times, for real. I love it. Because when I asked you, how are you doing successful? Yeah, I'm feeling <laughs> successful. Yeah. It, oh, you know, I want to tell you about that story real quick. I say successful because there was a time in my life when people would ask me how I'm doing. I would say, okay. And it was a whole lie. A whole lie, sis. Like, and I, I, one day I was like, I don't want to lie anymore. Like, how do I feel? Like, I feel good, but that good has different levels every day, you know? So successful was my go-to. That's like my word. I say it all the time. We all want to be successful, but success looks different every day. You know, sometimes success is laying in bed all day and watching Netflix, okay? And sometimes it's 
conquering the world, you know? So it, it looks different every day, but I'll always be successful because I'm going to be true to who I am. So it gives me a moment to pause, say how I feel. And then I know whatever it is, it's successful. So yeah, and it. it's time is, you know, I've, I'm probably on a soap, a, a, a soapbox talking about therapists for the last year because that Listen. was one of the best investments I have ever made. Get a therapist for real. And stop saying I'm okay. Like, and stop saying people should know that I need help and not me saying I need help. Oh, oh word. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Because so. therapy is beautiful, isn't it? I, you know, my therapy choice was Talkspace. I'm not promoting any brands or anything, but it's a text app, you know, um, only because I would have like anxiety in the middle of the night. Okay. And I couldn't quite hold on to that till next Thursday at three o'clock. I just could not wait to get to the, I need to talk to somebody now. Okay. I need to, I need help today. So that works for me. And you really, you know, it's, it's like a pair of pants, man. You got to try on a few types before you find your right thing. So that's something I think we also need to talk about when it comes to therapy. Um, find your fit. Find and your how fit. do you balance it all? Or, you know, of course, nothing is perfectly balanced. Either something's going to need more time right. or the other. But I, I'm really on this um, mindset of I'm not going to work myself to death. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. this business or anyone else. Yeah. So I've been, you know, learning to really take two days off and not do anything. Three. So how, do you you right. how do you manage all of this and how do you schedule time for yourself to focus on you? Mm. See, it's all a part of me. So it's it's a part of it. It's a little bit different when I'm already feeling a certain way and, and I want to relate that online. I, I create a post, you know, so it's it's already in alignment with who I am. So it's not really making time for it. It's just a part of my day. Mm. It's it's just a part of my fabric, I guess you could say, you know. So for some people, it, it may be a chore to, to get online and I got to make a post. I got to go live and do it this <laughs> way. But it's really a part of who I am. So... It's a little bit different for me. I'm I'm actually ready for it. Plus, I'm I'm ready to talk all the time. So it's a little bit different. <laughs> you and me it's both. A, I can talk. Right. It's a little bit different for me, you know. But for those who who are having trouble, um, and I mean, again, sometimes my mind can wander and go all over the place, or I may not feel like going live. Sometimes that happens. As hard as it is for some to believe, a schedule works for me in those instances. Mm -hmm. Or um, if I'm in a chatty moment. I will just turn on the camera and just start recording things for like bite-sized content. So then maybe I can pull on it for myself or someone else another day. And there here, I have a bite-sized piece of content I can share and I don't have to do it in this moment. Like after this, I'll probably go record something since this makeup's looking successful, you know? So, and you know, I'm doing the same thing. I was like, well, I'm dressed. I'm not in just your now. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, you know, moments like that. <laughs> they matter. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I yeah. hear you. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Let everyone know where they can find you, what you have coming up, how they can yeah. connect with you. Yeah, listen, if you want to connect with the group and join the group, it's Red Table Talk RVA on Facebook, R as in Richmond, because that's where we are, Richmond, Virginia. So RVA, connect with the group. Uh, we'd love to have you. I have to approve your request, see, because can't nobody just get in the group. But I will approve it soon. Um, and then if you want to know more about me, you can go to carapresley.com. It's just my name, Cara, C-A-R-A. 
Presley, P-R-E-S-S-L-E-Y.com. And just read all about me. I also have the Successful Podcast. It's a new bite-sized podcast, 15 minute or less episodes. I'd love to have you on, Miss Diva Movement. So we'll of talk course. later about that. Uh, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Beautiful. So thank you so much yes, for sharing and just, you know, giving of yourself, your time, your knowledge, you know, yeah. just because in helping women find a voice and creating that space, because, you know, we need it more than ever. <laughs> we need yes, we do. We need stories. I appreciate I appreciate you sharing your platform and allowing me to come on here today. Thank you so much. Of course. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. You can find the episodes at thedivamovement.com and we will see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.